Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello and welcome back to Healing at the Speed of Light. This is your weekly laser therapy podcast. If you're a patient looking to know more about laser therapy and how it works, this is the place to do it. We're going to be using some research today as we talk about the care of chronic migraines and what to do with headache pain. And we're going to be referencing a 2018 study from the Archives of Neuropsychiatry. This one's titled Botox versus Laser Therapy in Chronic Migraine Treatment, a Comparison. This is pretty neat because it's a head-to-head. People who got Botox injections for their migraines versus people who had laser therapy for the migraines. And so I'm really excited to go through this with you and talk to you about how this study turned out, what these researchers found. But before we jump right into what they were doing and what the findings of this study were, let me define a little bit better what we mean when we say chronic migraine. This is not a tension headache. This is not a, a, a dehydration you know, headache. This is 15 or more days per month of disabling levels of pain. So this is not a huge percentage of people, but um, we can take what these, researchers, what these researchers found with this really, really severe uh, condition, and we can actually translate this to other headache situations too with a pretty good idea that this can work well because if you can, if you can get good relief for the people that suffer with these chronic migraines or at least half the month, at least half the month, they're almost disabled because of the pain levels. If you can take those results and translate them to less severe headache cases, well, that's a pretty good way to know that you're going to be able to get some good, re- some good results. So again, at least 15 days per month with uh, you know, full day headaches. And then of those 15 days, at least eight days of those are going to be days that have migraine symptoms if you meet the definition of chronic migraine. Migraine symptoms, in this case we're talking specifically moderate to severe pain, that light and sound sensitivity, even smells, can be very um, very intense for people with migraines. We're also talking about some nausea, even vomiting, and, and dizziness. So really, this is, this is a big disabling condition for people who have it at the chronic migraine level. And this is really a major cause for medication overuse, for people to be overusing the over-the-counter medications, for people to be into the opioid medications even for some of these, and uh, we run into problems with addiction, overuse, um, and it just goes on from there. I won't get on that soapbox today, but just to let you know, this is, this is a pretty significant problem for those people. Now, the treatment recommendations right now, currently, are primarily medications. Oftentimes, people with chronic migraine will have two medications. One is kind of a preventative to try and head off these migraine attacks, and the other one is more for acute use, where they use that as needed if they have a migraine headache coming on to try and kind of put a lid on the pain levels and then reduce the time period that these uh, episodes can last. We do also have some pretty good evidence that Botox injections in the head and neck can give good relief, as well as trigger point injections using a little bit of lidocaine into some of these points around the head and the neck, that those those can both work pretty well for reducing headaches. 
little bit less evidence for massage, chiropractic, and physical therapy, but in some cases those have been very effective as well. But these researchers say right on the first page of their paper, and again I'm quoting from the Botox versus low-level laser therapy and chronic migraine treatment, quoting from this study, that the current approved therapies are limited with poor tolerability. So therefore, new chronic migraine preventative options are needed. So trying to get ahead of this and reduce the amount of headaches that these folks have is, is a really big goal here of the folks who did this study. So what they did with the study is they took one group of patients and did Botox injections one time into 31 different spots on the head and the neck. And they had the patients journaling 30 days before, 30 days after, and then another 30 days after that. So a total of 90 days where we were tracking how well uh, or how poorly really these patients were doing. So that was the first group. One round of injections into 31 different spots on the head and the neck. The other group had laser therapy on those same 31 points. But they came in twice a week for five weeks, a total of 10 treatments. And the researchers wanted to target four different tissues with laser to try to get these results. So number one was lymph nodes to reduce edema and inflammation. Number two was the actual injury or pain site to promote healing and reduce inflammation. And then the third one was nerves to induce analgesia. And number four was trigger points to reduce the tenderness and relaxed contracted muscle fibers. That's what they were going for with laser. Now let me back up for just a second and say that is not how we expect Botox to work. So with laser we're expecting to actually improve the tissues, looking at tissue healing, reduction of inflammation, uh, you know, kind of normalizing the cells and the way that they signal even. With Botox, the thing that it does is it blocks nerve transmission. So it keeps the nerves from doing their job. And that really forces the muscles to relax and then doesn't allow the body to receive some of those pain signals. I will tell you that you know using a neurotoxin like Botox is going to have a, a time limit on how long it's effective because the body will slowly clear that out and eventually that goes away. This study only covers about 60 days, so I'm not going to get into that too much. But if you're just thinking about it at face value, you're either poisoning the nerves or you're helping the tissues heal. Those are really the two choices here between Botox and laser. So let's go into the results. Researchers had the, the subjects in this test measure four different outcomes. Number one, the number of days that they had pain. Number two, the number of days they had to use medications for their pain. Number three, the number of days that these headache sufferers had anxiety. And then number four, the number of poor sleep nights. So with Botox, we saw about an 80% reduction in the number of painful days, and that lasted throughout the 60 days following the injection. With laser, right off the bat, right in the first 30 days, we had an 80% reduction in pain days. But then in the next 30 days, it went even better than that, all the way up to a 90% reduction of pain days. So edge goes to laser there. As far as how many days these patients had to use medication, well, with the Botox injections, then the first 30 days we had a 74% decrease, 
followed by the next 30 days got all the way up to 79% decrease in the number of days that these people had to use medications to control their pain. That's pretty great. Laser was just a little bit better with 83 to 87% reduction in medication days. Anxiety, we had a little bit of, uh, of improvement with both Botox and laser. About 66% total reduction in anxiety days for the people who had the Botox injections. When it came to laser, we had a small decrease of about 25% um, in the first month, but then that went on and got a little bit better, got to about 50% reduction in the amount of anxiety that these patients were suffering with. Now, as far as poor sleep, when it comes to Botox, we really didn't see much change there. It did get a little bit better in the first month, and then it went kind of back to the same level at the end of that second month. But with laser, we had about a 50% reduction in the number of poor sleep nights in the first month, and then that continued to get better. By the end of the second month, it was 100% improved. So not only are we talking less pain, we're talking less days with pain, less medications that have to be taken, less anxiety, and better sleep. And while Botox was absolutely effective in most of those categories, laser actually outperformed Botox to a small degree. That's kind of a big deal. Because, let me quote you from the article again, laser therapy is more cost-effective than Botox injections, which are efficient but expensive. Although laser therapy requires longer treatment, the compliance may increase when the patient finds relief from pain, meaning that, yes, you have to go in for your treatments, but because you're feeling better, it's pretty easy to go in and get those treatments done. So their conclusion is, Botox is an invasive an expensive method, while laser therapy is a longer treatment, at five weeks in this case, but is cheaper. So what they're not really saying is you've got a non-invasive option to actually make the tissues healthier and give very good, if not maybe even a little bit better relief than Botox injections. Botox injections can be very spendy. They are invasive by nature because they have to be injected. And we know that there's going to be some limited window of effect before it has to be redone. I have several patients who have gone through this. They typically have to get their Botox injections done about every six months. So if we're really looking at the results here, if we're really kind of weighing cost and benefit, your, your time as a patient and your results, the edge definitely goes to laser in this case. Can Botox be effective? Absolutely. Absolutely. And is that better probably than medication use? I would say yes, but if you've got the choice between Botox and laser therapy, which one wins in your mind? I know which one I'd pick. So what are your takeaways from this? Well, number one, laser therapy can have some really impressive results, even with the worst of the worst headache sufferers. However, you do have to give it some time. These folks only had 10 treatments. They had great results, but they made it through five weeks of laser therapy to see these kind of results. Don't expect it overnight. Don't expect it after just one week. Follow your doctor's instructions if you're getting laser therapy for your headaches. Number two, the technique really is critical. Now these researchers just happened to say, look, we know where we gotta do Botox injections, let's try it with laser. And that worked out really well. But there are so many different factors here that go into the type of laser used, the number of treatments that need to be done, where you do the treatments, 
how long are the treatments. There, there's just so many factors that you really need somebody who knows what they're doing with laser. And so if you need help finding that person who's an expert with laser, please go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can look on our provider locator map. You can find somebody that's a member clinic with us. Our member clinics have the very best equipment. They have the very best techniques and protocols. They are absolutely the experts in the field of laser therapy. Highly encourage you to check that out. If you can't find somebody near you, shoot me an email. We will help you find somebody in your area. So, thanks very much for joining us again this week while we talked about chronic migraine. I hope it was helpful. I hope it was informative. And if you need help getting care, let us know. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.